Salutations, friend, and welcome to another episode of The Profit Scale. This is the podcast for you, the service-based coach, consultant, and creative who wants to stop living paycheck to paycheck, pay yourself more, and scale your business beyond the six-figure plateau, all without the overwhelm of working 60-plus hour weeks. In our conversation today, we're going to be talking about the three biggest and most common mistakes I see when it comes to pricing. Today's conversation is going to challenge the way you think about your pricing and hopefully encourage you to go back and take a look at your existing pricing strategy to see where you need to make some changes. But we're not just going to talk about what not to do. I'm also going to give you some strategies that will help prevent you from making these mistakes or will help you start to correct them. Okay, make sure you have your notes app ready on your phone or grab a pen and a pencil because we're about to dive in. Okay, so the first mistake and probably the most common that I see amongst coaches and consultants and service-based creatives is not having a pricing strategy. Simply put, a pricing strategy is a consistent way of calculating your pricing that takes into account the income needed not only to maintain your business and pay yourself, but also to grow your business. It's very common not to price your services using a pricing strategy when you first start out your business. It's not really one of the most common topics that's taught about in the world of entrepreneurship, so it makes sense that we pretty much just go off our gut and do what feels right. However, it's also common that by the time you hit that six-figure mark or more in your business, you're still using that same non-existent pricing strategy that you were first using when you started your business. Maybe you've raised your prices over time, you're charging more, and you're paying yourself a consistent salary that you're proud of. To be in that position is definitely an accomplishment worth celebrating. Reaching the six-figure milestone in your business is huge, but it's not the end of your journey. If you're listening to this, then I know you're an entrepreneur with a huge vision for your business. And although earning six figures in revenue is amazing, it's just the beginning for you and we both know it. There's an old adage that says, what brought you here isn't going to take you there. And those words apply perfectly in this situation. I believe that if your business is going to grow past where you are now, you need to have a pricing strategy in place to support that. Having a pricing strategy allows you to understand why you charge the prices you do beyond just saying, because I'm worth it. And that understanding leads to confidence. And that confidence leads to clarity in your communication. And that clarity in your communication leads to increased conversions. And those increased conversions lead to coins. In case you forgot, I'm about my coins and I'm about yours too. So if it's true that understanding your pricing leads to confidence, which leads to clear communication, which leads to increased conversions, which ultimately leads to coins, then let's reverse engineer and take a look at what happens when you don't have a pricing strategy in place. Without a pricing strategy, there becomes this lack of understanding about why you charge the prices that you do, which leads to a lack of confidence and a lack of clarity in your communication. And this really shows up when someone challenges your pricing or gives you the infamous, I can't afford you. That's when you find yourself questioning your own prices or maybe wondering, should I give them a discount? Should I help them out? Or maybe I should create a new payment plan. 
And that lack of confidence is going to lead to a decrease in convergence because you're not showing up at your highest level. You're not showing up as your best self. And at this point, you're already second guessing yourself before you make the sale, before you pitch yourself, before you show up on that webinar. You're already not at your highest level. And ultimately, that decrease in your conversions is going to lead to a decrease in your coin flow or maybe a ceiling in your coin flow, which means that you might actually have money coming through your business on a consistent basis, but it's not growing past where it is now. And if you're honest with yourself and look at your coin flow and your income over the last year, or maybe even last couple of years, you realize that it's staying around the same number and your business isn't growing. So if you're currently thinking to yourself, okay, RJ, I feel you, we both know that that's me, but what do I do about it? Well, let me help you out, friend, with a very simple quick fix to correct this mistake. There are three crucial things your pricing strategy should always account for. Number one, the cost of running your business and providing your service. Just to be clear, this includes your personal salary as well as the salaries of your team members. Number two, the cost of your time. You can easily do this by setting an hourly rate for your time that you'll use whenever you calculate your pricing. And number three, profit margins. Profit margins are the space and revenue between what your business needs to maintain itself versus what it needs to grow. And your profit margins are a percentage of your revenue. A quick way to figure out what your current profit margins are is to ask your accountant and they'll be able to let you know. But if you don't currently use an accountant, all you have to do is calculate what your business makes and what you spend, again, including your salary. These three things form the foundation of a sustainable pricing strategy that will support your business as it scales. To recap the three things that every pricing strategy needs to account for, number one, the cost of running your business, number two, the cost of your time, and number three, profit margins. Now let's move on to pricing mistake number two. Pricing based on your peers. Whether or not we want to admit it, this is a tactic we've all used at one point or another. You know how you charge $97 for your workbook or $19.97 for your coaching package? Yeah, you probably didn't come up with that number yourself. And again, that's normal. At the start of your business, it's normal to look at what other people in your industry are charging, find someone who's around that same level as you and mirror their pricing. It's what most people do, but that doesn't necessarily mean it's a good strategy. The most common issue associated with pricing your services based off what your peers are charging is that most of the time you're not taking it into account your position in the market or that competitor's position in the market. And if that business doesn't hold the same position in the market that you want to hold, then modeling your pricing after theirs can do more harm for your business than good. And don't get me wrong, copying someone else's pricing already isn't a good strategy because you don't know how much it costs them to run their business. But it's even more problematic when the positions don't align. So it is true that when you're pricing your services, you do have to take into account your clients and the market and what the market will bear, which essentially means what are your clients willing to spend? This is going to help you understand where your services fall in relation to the peers in your industry, but you're not doing this research simply to copy what their pricing is. Here's an example. Let's say you're a local branding consultant who works with law firms in your local vicinity and you use branding to make their law firms more approachable. 
Now, there are three other branding consultants in your local area that provide general branding services, and they do all the things for all the people. The first thing you need to understand is that you're not in competition with them because you don't have the same target audience as they do. That means their pricing is not geared towards the same people that you want to reach. If their target client is any and everyone who needs branding, then charging $500 for a basic branding package makes sense for them. Whereas you're targeting a specific client and offering a specialty service to them. So mirroring that $500 price point likely doesn't quite make sense for your business. Inherently, taking clues from what's working in your market is not a bad tactic, and it's actually an effective strategy if you do it well. That being said, its effectiveness is based on understanding who your competition truly is. So if this was your initial pricing strategy and you're still using it now in your business, even though you've passed a certain level, then here's how you can start to correct it. Ask yourself these three questions to help you understand who your competition truly is. Number one, do they target the same specific client as I do? Number two, do they offer the same specialty service that I do? And number three, do they promise the same result that I do? If the answer to all three of your questions are yes, then that business is considered your direct competition. If you have some yeses and some noes, then it's probable that the business you're looking at is a peer and they're not your direct competition. And that leads us to the final mistake, mistake number three, you're charging your worth. Yes, you heard me right. I left the best for last, so hear me out here. We live in an Instagram world where the quote, charge your worth has become so popular that we as a collective and especially women have begun to internalize this as a truth. When clients ask me about pricing, the question always comes up, how do I charge what I'm worth? Or I know I'm worth charging more. How can I increase my prices to reflect that? Well, when it comes to charging your worth, I believe the premise of that quote is that you deserve to experience the benefits of charging higher prices, but the dollar value of the price itself does not reflect your worth. So friend, lean in and listen to me carefully. You do not charge the value you are. You charge for the value you add. Let me say that again for the people in the back. <laughs> you do not charge for the value you are, you charge for the value you add. So what exactly does that mean? Friend, it means it's not about you. You're making what should be a professional matter a personal matter, and that's where problems arise. It's the reason why you begin to question yourself and your prices and whether you should be in business at all when a client starts to tell you that they can't afford you or that they wish they could work with you, but they don't have the money. In situations where you're faced with a rejection, you find yourself defending your prices not only to your clients, but also to yourself. You find yourself frustrated as to why they don't think you're worth the investment. You may even find yourself feeling guilty for not lowering your prices or offering them a discount. The more you attach your pricing to your worth as an individual, the harder it will be for you to communicate the value of your service. When you focus on charging what you're worth, you focus less, if at all, on communicating the added value your service brings to your client's business or life. 
you become defensive about your pricing because subconsciously you've tied it to your worth. And when people reject your services, it feels like they're rejecting you as a person. Friend, does any of this sound familiar? Am I speaking to you? Do you feel attacked? (laughs) I need you to understand that you can never put a price tag on your worth and no one besides God could ever afford you even if you could. So let that notion go. It doesn't serve you or your business or your clients. Instead, correct this mistake by shifting your focus to charging for the value your services add to your clients' lives and businesses. Get clear on the benefits your clients are walking away with by working with you, on the elevated experience you deliver versus other service providers, on the load that you're lifting off of your client's shoulders by providing your service, on the quality of life you are providing or elevating simply because you are bringing your strategies in your uniqueness, the elevated quality of life that you're helping them achieve, the more money that they're gonna make by working with you, the debt-free life they'll be able to live, the amount of time they'll get back, or any and all of the benefits that come as a result of working with you. And let those benefits be the justifiers of your pricing, not your worth. So let's recap. We've covered the top three most common mistakes when it comes to pricing and how you can start to correct each one of them. Mistake number one is not having a pricing strategy at all. And you can start to correct this by making sure your pricing currently includes the cost of running your business, the cost of your time, and profit margins. Mistake number two is pricing based on your peers. And you can start to correct this strategy and find out who are your peers in the space versus who is your competition by asking these three simple questions. One, do they target the same specific client as me? Two, Do they offer the same specialty service that I do? And three, do they promise the same result that I do? And lastly, mistake number three was charging your worth. We clarified that in this business world, you charge for the value you add, not for the value you are. And you can begin to correct this mistake by shifting the focus off of your value as a person and focusing on the value your service adds to your clients' lives and businesses. Highlighting the benefits of your service is a great way to allow it to justify your pricing and not your worth. Friend, I am so grateful for you spending this time with me, and I really hope that today's conversation challenges you and really gives you some work to do as you look over your business and see how these mistakes might apply to your current situation right now. To help you start making these changes, I put together a worksheet for you that expands on each one of the points we covered today, as well as gives you a little bit more information about pricing that we didn't cover in today's conversation. To download the worksheet, head over to rjconnell.ca forward slash one, and that's the number one, and there you'll be able to download the worksheet. Before we sign off of today's conversation, it is so important to me that this is a two-way conversation. So I want you to go ahead and join in. Let me know what your thoughts are by visiting our Instagram page at RJ Connell Consulting and join the conversation either on the post or that's happening in our stories. Let me know what your thoughts are and how talking about these three mistakes have either changed your perspective or challenged you in some way. Friend, thank you so much for spending this time with me. I am so excited to see you same time, same place next week. Until then, I wish you confidence, coins, and all the bags.